Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment of Health Professional Radio. In this segment, we'll be speaking with Lisa Yanez. She's joining us here as CEO of Arami Therapeutics. It's a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company dedicated to breathing life into the treatment of serious cardiopulmonary conditions. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Lisa Yanez, thank you. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, give us a, a little bit of insight into who Lisa Yanez is. I know that, of course, you're CEO of Arami Therapeutics. Give us a bit of your professional background and, and talk briefly about being CEO at Arami. Yeah, thanks a lot, Neil. Um, so I've been actually in the industry in various different uh, pharmaceutical and biotech companies in the last 26 years of my career. Um, I've worked in very large companies. I've worked in very small companies. Um, I've done a variety of different roles. I've had the opportunity to bring the drugs to market. I've had the opportunity to do clinical development. Um, I've had the opportunity to really build uh, passionate teams. And uh, I think what's probably most interesting about the last 10 years of my career is I've really spent it focused on rare cardiopulmonary diseases. And I think that's one of the reasons that, um, you know, I'm at Arami today. Um, I have a passion for these patients. Um, you know, pulmonary arterial hypertension is a rare disease, huge unmet needs, and I've had the opportunity to work on a multitude of different drugs and therapies trying to bring better options to these patients over the last 10 years. So that's kind of, um, you know, what's led me to this new role. You said a passion for treating uh, PAH. What are some of the options that, a couple of the options that are basically go-to right now that your company aims to kind of uh, offer something much better? What are a couple of the options that normally uh, are given? Yeah, it's a great question. So for PAH patients, which is interesting, there are actually 15 approved therapies, which oftentimes you might think 15 approved therapies. There's got to be some really, really great things out there really helping these patients. But what's interesting is I've actually worked on five of these approved drugs, and they actually typically work on three major pathways. These major pathways actually work more on vasodilating or kind of opening up the arteries, which actually help reduce symptoms for patients, and they help to reduce the pressures between the heart and the lungs. But they're not actually reversing the course of the disease. And so the therapy that we're working on at Arami takes a drug that's actually been tested in pH before that was an oral format and actually had helped to reduce the cells that proliferate or group together. But because it was an oral therapy, it caused a lot of bad side effects in these patients. And so what Arami seeks to do is actually couple this particular drug that's shown great benefit with a proven inhalation smart device that actually delivers real-time feedback so that the patient's taking the medicine, they can take it correctly, they can get the delivery to the deep lung, and they don't have to deal with a lot of the side effects that were caused from the actual oral formulation. So it's really taking this kind of proven efficacy and marrying it with patient options that really help these patients in terms of quality of life aspects particularly because this disease, after diagnosis, usually patients still only live five to seven years. And this is despite the 15 approved therapies. 
So it's really focused in on reversing the course of the disease and the underlying cause of the disease versus just treating the symptoms. Now, when you say that this was an, an oral uh, application, are we talking uh, a pill form? Was it a liquid form? Are you transforming the structure of this drug to work in this inhaler? Yes, we are. So it originally um, was an oral form, so oral imatinib, and now we've actually taken it and put it in a liquid form. Um, it's a very natural kind of preservative-free liquid format. And it's being coupled with an intelligent inhalation device. And so the patients are actually able to put the liquid form into this device and breathe in uh, properly versus just taking an oral previously when they had a lot of like GI upset, diarrhea, a lot of these things that, you know, create systematic side effects. And so, you know, our hypothesis is really on mirroring and coupling the inhalation device with the liquid imatinib in order to really achieve the therapy, you know, therapeutic um, efficacy that's been shown previously, but without the same level of side effects that occurred before. And in a kind of quality of life aspect and focus, given the, the fact that I've worked on a lot of these um, drugs previously, it actually helps to uh, reduce some of the burden and complexity that are seen with some of the other therapies within pH, which can be quite excruciating. Uh, as far as the unmet need being signaled, where did that come from? Did it come from healthcare providers who were concerned that uh, the results weren't being seen in the patients that they desired? Or was it from the patients who were saying, you know, I, I trust my physician, but for some reason I don't seem to be getting better or these symptoms aren't being alleviated? Yeah, I think it, it it plays in on both angles. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, within this community, one of the things I really love and appreciate about the physicians is they care so much about these patients. They're always striving for better and for more. Mm -hmm. um, and they know that a lot of these treatment therapies, you know, in terms of standard of care, they use one and then that doesn't work. Then they add another one and that doesn't work. Then they add another one and that doesn't work. You know, so over time, you know, they've always had these limited options. And now I think that there's a turn and kind of a change of events that's happening within PAH. And the physicians see the opportunity to not just treat the symptoms, but also really look at how to halt and reverse the damage that's actually occurring within the pulmonary arteries and with the, within the heart. So what ends up happening is there's a lot of proliferation that occurs. Um, and it's really, um, you know, really making it bad in terms of symptoms for the patients. But what you need to do is attack the proliferation, and that will actually lead to better outcomes. And so I think a lot of it's physician-driven, but I think patients are really savvy as well. Um, there are some really key and good associations within this orphan disease area, and so they're smart. They, they know that there are better options that are coming out and things along the way that are going to help improve their lives. Um, and hopefully really help them live longer, but also help them live better. And I think that that's where our mission um, as a company really parlays nicely into um, the PAH world. Talk about your phase one trial of AER901. Is that your, your lead uh, asset right now? And what are your plans for phase two upon phase one completion? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks for asking that. So our phase one data readout is scheduled in February, and we're really excited because that basically looked at the safety of, you know, imatinib in an inhaled format. 
Um, and so what that really allows us to do is really get geared up for our phase two. Now, our phase two plans, we um, intend to initiate very, very soon. We've been talking to a lot of the key physicians. We've been talking to a lot of the key clinical nurses. Uh, we're going to speak with a number of PAH patients, and we've been very intentional in our design. We're actually developing a phase two program that's very user-friendly, um, and we're looking at, um, you know, key uh, variables to actually be able to demonstrate uh, that we're focused in on the kind of reverse remodeling, which I've just discussed. Um, so we're really excited about that. We want to get that going, and we want to bring this therapeutic option to patients as quickly as possible. Give us a website, if you would, where our listeners can learn more about your company and the developments there. Yeah, of course. Um, our website is www.arami.com. That is A-E-R-A-M-I.com. Lisa, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio this morning. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and I'm hoping that you'll come back and fill us in on the Phase 2 developments as well. Well, Neil, thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Lisa Yanez. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at Anchor, Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. Thank you.